You're listening to From the Wellspring podcast, a collection of performances and prayers from events all over the world. This is a holy hour from a confirmation retreat in Middletown, New York, March 2019. The theme of the holy hour was finding your identity in the gaze of Jesus. May it be a blessing to you and to your family.
voice. We ask for the grace that we may be aware that you see us. That you gaze upon us with loving look. that he started many years ago that really changed his life and honestly it's really changed mine. He said that every time he comes into the chapel for prayer, before he says anything, he asks the Lord for a grace and the grace is to just call into his heart, into his mind, someone for whom he can make an act of forgiveness. That is someone who he could forgive, you know, anything from, you know, the guy that cut him off in traffic to the father that abandoned him. And I asked him, you know, why do you do this? And he said, it's so that it gives the devil nothing to hold on to, you know, while I'm in prayer. And even more, it gives me nothing to hold on to. As you know, when we lock up someone in unforgiveness in our life, it really binds us with a chain that keeps us from being free from that act of evil, whatever it was. And maybe it's we're in the place where maybe an act of forgiveness is not something that we can do, but we could pray to want to forgive. So now, just at the beginning, if there's anyone that comes into your heart, into my heart, just take a moment to offer, in whatever way we can, a silent act of forgiveness.
Jesus, we know that you see us. Help us in our unbelief. for me to say that we cannot really know ourselves unless we first fall under that loving look, that we first we are seen by God. Guess what I mean is, I tell you by way of a story. About a hundred and years ago, there was a man by the name of John Pertinand. He lived in a little town called Ars in France. And it just so happened that the pastor of his church was a very holy man by the name of Saint John Vianney. And every day, John Pertinand would 
come in from the fields. He was a farmer, worked with his hands. He would come and sit in the very back pew of the church. And he would just look forward towards the tabernacle. And St. John Vianney witnessed him doing this for maybe years. And finally, he just walked over to John and said, I see you come every day for many years without fail. What is it that you are saying to God? And John just looked at St. John Vianney and he said, I don't say anything. And St. John Vianney, he was kind of surprised. Like, you don't say anything? You've been here for years. He said, no. I just look at him and he looks at me. I just look at him and he looks at me. Have you ever had a friend or a family member who you were so close with that you could just sit in silence, you know, in the car and it wasn't weird? Did it make you uncomfortable? The nearer that we draw towards God, the more that we find that words are not sufficient. It's that way with true love as well. and I have been married for almost nine years, five children, and we're just now coming to the point where that silence between us is just perfectly beautiful and okay. And I praise God for that because that is just a deepening of love, that you are just free to be yourself. And that's the secret that John Pertinan knew way back in France. That's the secret that every married couple who grows old, old together finds. The secret that every single one of us can find when we come and draw near to God. That under his gaze and in his eyes,
think, two ways of responding to being seen by Jesus. One is the story of the rich young man in the Gospels. If you remember, we don't know his name, but we know one thing about him, and that he was rich. And he had everything that the world could offer. And he came to Jesus among his disciples, and he asked for a really good thing. He said, Master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? A really beautiful question. But something amazing happened. In the gospel text, we hear this most beautiful passage. It's so simple. It says that Jesus looked upon him with love. everything that you have and then come and follow me. So first Jesus looks with love and then he tells the rich young man who he is. That command to go and sell everything wasn't just some arbitrary got to do this kind of thing in order to be my disciple. It was more than that. It was as if Jesus was saying to the rich young man, I see you. I know you. I made you. I love you. And I know that you're capable of this because I've made you for more. scripture, the man left Jesus, and he went away sad. That's what we read, that he went away sad. So it's possible for the human soul to be seen by God, have it revealed to himself or herself of God, and yet we can still turn away. It's still possible to turn away. The frightening reality of our will, I suppose. And the second way that we could respond would be more like Nathaniel, who struggled with belief. Approaching Jesus, Jesus said, Nathaniel, don't you know that I saw you under the fig tree? We're not privileged to know what happened to Nathaniel under that fig tree, but we know that he was alone. 
no one else could have known what happened to him there. And that can be a sign for us, for those times that we thought that we were abandoned under our own fig trees. A time where we were wounded by the hand of another, or wounded by our own hand and our own sin. Something that we thought, maybe we were abandoned by God. He wasn't there for us. Jesus reveals to Nathaniel, No, I saw you. I was with you. And I made you for more. Nathaniel's response is to follow Jesus. Even unto the cross. discovered who he was, but he also discovered what love is.
secretly fill everything with your presence, with your light, with your love. Neil, if you're able. So oh. 
Thou dost see.